What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Husband and Wife Talk Podcast. My name is Corey. My name is Alex. And I'm super excited for today. Why? Wow. Why? Because <laughs> wow. we have our good friend Q on. Um, Kiana Welch is well-versed in the fitness world. She started her journey doing competitive gymnastics when she was a kid and then swapped to volleyball, which she played in college. She also played football for the LFL and at yeah. the end of the season moved to NYC. While training for a figure competition, she found out about CrossFit while taking a front desk job in Tribeca and the rest is history. Two team regional appearances, a move out to the West, a comp oh my gosh, I can't speak. A complete complete switch to Olympic Weightlifting, a broken American record. Which they got broken again by my friend, which is totally fine because I was pregnant. So duh. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You had you have a valid reason. Multiple championship titles and a pregnancy later, she is striving to be the best she can while juggling her new life as a mom, athlete, and coach. Welcome. Yay! Yay! Of course. <laughs> you have been. You have been on my mind as a podcast guest for a long time, but you, as I mentioned, had a baby and said, and then I said, okay, well, I'm not going to bother her while she's just learning her way around being a mom and juggling that. Oh, it's, it's every day is a new adventure. (laughs) I imagine. imagine. I can't. It's crazy. Cute little bugger. Oh my gosh. Such a cutie. He's so cute. He's so cute. He so so like, I'll just have him and I'll just like squish his face and just squish his little. Well, now he's not as like rolly because this dude, like, he's just like, he's stout. Even the way he stands. Yes. Like, like, he's just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, but he's getting long now too. And I'm like, you're not yeah. even two. And he's like growing out of his clothes, look like high waters at this point. Like, I'm just like, stop. It's crazy. He's <laughs> almost already two, but yeah. Uh, well, we have lots to chat about, and I would like to dive straight into Wednesday Wisdom. Corey, would you like to start us off? Yeah, if you have a dog, get a freaking dog trainer. Get someone oh. that knows what they're talking about to yes. help you with your dog. So many times with our dog, we get frustrated and I get mad at myself because I'm being outsmarted by a canine, you know? Like, <laughs> I feel super dumb and then I get mad and then, you know, my and then I want to get angry at the dog and I don't. But we just had a dog trainer today. He was super helpful. It was so great. And within like two minutes of doing this drill with the dog, like, the bad behavior like was isn't gone but i'm like oh okay okay yeah you know what you're doing all right sweet yeah hire an expert yes get an expert my friends have dogs too and like either you have to have the patience and like do all the research and do all the stuff yourself most people Mm -hmm. don't have the time to do that so Yeah. yeah it's just like with like nutrition stuff like most people yeah. aren't educated on any of it and they're just it's just like a big old shit show but then they get yeah, it right. for a little bit and then they're like okay i can figure this out and then you can just like move along with your business so yeah, yeah. and he was talking a lot about child psychology as well yeah, he's like was... i use the same technique with my son or with my kid like yeah i just it's the same thing yeah. so it's like oh yeah. okay cool that's your baby yeah those are your babies your pet yeah babies. yeah <laughs> yeah exactly. it was very knowledgeable he was a really really smart person um i don't write reviews but i'm going to write a review for him oh yeah he was he I'm was not so a review great. guy but i'm like you're good people yeah should, people should hire yeah you. do you have any wednesday wisdom for us well i try obviously with what there's always just like i have my life's like tried I try to schedule out as much as possible that you well that you pretty much can with a one year old child and <laughs> basically like restarting a career because I no longer coach CrossFit like I stopped coaching CrossFit in February. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. So um, I still obviously like if gyms open, gyms are open, but. Um, if I wanted to go do that, I'd have to go out, but I like having the home set up now. So I just do nutrition coaching and then, um, I do like customer service for juggernaut as well. Mm-hmm. I'm the director of customer service, but that keeps my, 
hair flips the hair that's right there (laughs) (laughs) um so when I do find time um there is one of my friends her name is Kalechi Okafor and she has a podcast it's called um say your mind or Mm -hmm. suck your mom she's British yeah (laughs) yeah so she'll have she's very she's super super smart and she is just like no filter and she does like fun tarot card readings yeah she's just like super relatable and um because she are yeah she has a one-year-old son as well that like I think maybe he was born like maybe a few months after Langston is but like we chat on Instagram because she's followed me for a long time and then I saw her randomly like on a YouTube video I was watching I was like who is this woman and then I typed her in on Instagram and I was like, oh my gosh, she follows me. And then like, we'll just like write to each other. And she Fun. would type me when I was pregnant and I would talk to her and she was pregnant, but just listening to her, like just to her go off on like people and it's just like politics and all types of stuff. It's just fun. That's great. So, um, if you like sassiness and tarot card readings, I would suggest to go listen. I love it. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Awesome. What's, her, what's her podcast called? Um, Say Your Mind say your mind say okay your mind. I'll, we'll ta- I'll tag it yes i'll mm-hmm. tag it and put all the information sweet yeah. very fun um well my wednesday wisdom is very simple um don't get hung up on mistakes in the past i was listening to a podcast and um i don't remember who the guest was it was Dak shepherd's podcast i can't remember who the guest was um but they were talking about how I mean, just basically that like some you make mistakes in the past and you can either choose to learn from it and move forward or you can kind of get into this awful cycle of regret and fear and just kind of living in this negative space and i find that there are some where i am very proud of my, the path that i have been on and that i am on there are times where i think about I wish I had handled that, you know, audition differently, or I wish I had pushed myself to do X, Y, Z. Um, and I think about these like mistakes that I've, um, had in the past and just moving forward. And it also reminds me of, did you watch the Michael Jordan documentary, The Last Dance? Bits and pieces. But when I did sit down and watch it, I was like, this is freaking crazy. I was like, I need to like, watch yes, do it's, phenomenal he is so amazing and he talked a little bit about that as well how how, like he lost a game like whatever eyes forward just always eyes forward and also but also like being in the present moment when he's playing um and that just like that was really powerful to hear him say like who cares if I fucking lost a game or I missed a shot like whatever I'm I'm focusing on here and now and I'm like just keeping my eyes forward. And so yep. that's my long-winded Wednesday wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> that's great Love advice, it. though. Yeah. I do the yeah. same thing, like, when, like, shitty things happen. So let's say, for instance, on Monday, my car is all types of fucked up. I end up having to spend, I'm going to end up having to spend, like, thousands of dollars on my vehicle. Mm. And I can, oh, God. But I could have obviously let that ruin my whole week like festered on the fact like oh i should just throw all this money out or it's the same thing with like relationships and i've been the same way and granted like it's a little bit different but for me i tend to allow myself just like the day to feel whatever emotion i am feeling so Mm -hmm. if i want to yell if i want to cry if i just want to be by myself i just let that happen for the day Mm -hmm. and then i keep it pushing because it's not going to help me figure out a plan, move on with it. So I don't Love know if it. that's healthy or not, but I guess maybe it is. <laughs> I, be- I believe it I is. I think so. Yeah. I totally believe it is. Yeah. Allowing yourself to feel the emotions. I think as a society, we often kind of push down emotions and push down thoughts of and feelings of like, I'm mad, like I shouldn't be feeling this way or yeah. I'm, I want to cry. I shouldn't be feeling this way. And it's human experience. It's completely yeah. normal. Just and I, I, Yeah. <laughs> Just cry. Yeah, just cry. Yeah. Just cry. Yeah. Just it's cry. okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm teaching links and all that stuff because I feel like a lot of people do that same thing. They just feel like they can't let out their emotions or they're just not 
great at communication. Communication is like a huge thing that people seem to lack in addition to not being able to express their feelings. And it ruins many a relationship. I know this. Um, (laughs) But that's one thing that I'm prioritizing with Langston is like open communication. And if like he's feeling some type of way, like voice it. And just being like comfortable with that and just making it like the norm. Because especially like in the black community like we just tend to keep things like inside and like even if you like mention therapy it's like a whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. we don't do therapy like you just mm. figure it out on your own and like we just that's why people would just freaking explode because they don't discuss yeah. these things so yeah that's on my list that's on my mom list mm. good for you I I like that. yeah i like that <laughs> it's important yeah. it is yeah yeah um, okay, well, can you talk a little bit about your background, how you got into fitness and sports and kind of the journey you've had throughout your life to where you are now? Um, so I started off as a gymnast. So mm-hmm. I started because I was jumping on all the furniture when I was little. <laughs> and my mom was like, okay, we have to figure out something. Because at some point, I think they thought they were going to have to put me like on Ridlin or something. Because I was just like bouncing off the walls. I was like, yeah. And then I finally like chilled out. But um, they're like, well, maybe she can be good at this. And I think I started out when I was like four. And um, I loved it. And then I got mm. super competitive with it. And I think I was about 11 when I stopped, I think I just got burnt out because it was, mm. it's legitimately just Com- like your life. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. You know that Corey used to teach young kid gymnastics? Oh, did you do, did you Corey? I did. I taught <laughs> yeah. level, I, I taught level four through elites. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I did. It's intense, man. It it's, is. Especially yeah. on your tiny little body. People don't yeah, understand you, like when they're like, oh, these kids are just born gifted. I'm like, dude, no, it's legit. They practice skills and then for three hours and then three hours is just physical conditioning it's literally just working out yeah it was just legitimately school i'd have to go drive to practice i think it was like a couple hours to get to practice practice all that time get back in the car drive go do homework and i have to do that like every day and then you would have like competitions on the weekends like it was a lot and i just wanted to be a kid uh, yeah well you're (laughs) i mean that's so funny that you were you were able to like know that about yourself. I mean, I did the same thing. My sister was an elite level gymnast. I and a national champion. I competed in national championships for ice hockey. Like, I get it. It's yeah. You don't get to be a kid. I missed out on a lot of my childhood. Yeah. Mm. And but then like I ended up switching to volleyball, and it was kind of like the same thing because <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a little, it was more enjoyable because I just enjoy right. team sports because you have like yeah. pottery and it's like it's just a lot more fun but Way yeah with fun. volleyball it's like I'd have like school season and then you'd have clubs so it was like year round and you're always traveling yeah. all over the place I missed yep. prom I made it to my senior prom but like junior prom or like any dances I was just like I guess I'm not going I have a boyfriend today, so it didn't matter <laughs> Dang, yeah. I was like who also am I going with I'm like oh it's fine and just save money <laughs> I get all that stuff but um so um I played volleyball into college and then once again like I was just like you know what I'm not sure I want to do this anymore and it was like one of the harder things for me to do and I just sat in my room and was like do I really want to continue playing volleyball or do I just want to be a regular college kid so I was like okay so I just stopped um and then I joined a sorority and (laughs) my college years while I was there I can't imagine you in a sorority you know what I was like the the well i was essentially the black she was the only well actually i was not the only black girl in this sorority so on our <laughs> campus they were like um because on some college campuses you have um like the black sororities and like the white sororities and obviously like with the white ones you can have sprinkles you can have whatever people but for the sprinkles. most part <laughs> for the most part like it's and those are mostly just white people <clears throat> so on our campus we didn't have any like um historically black sororities or whatever and my friend jessica she was the only black girl in um our sorority zeta zeta ta alpha at the time and we were super tight and all the girls that were in the house were like pretty cool for the most part and so i was like well why not i'm just like i'm not doing (laughs) shit else (laughs) um and i hung out with her and most of the people anyway so i was like okay cool 
Um, it was interesting for sure. Um, I think ours is, was the only like, um, for, it's, it was Zeta Tau Alpha fraternity. So it wasn't like a sorority, but I don't even know how to explain it. Oh, we interesting. Were, like, yeah, we were like service-based. But um, gotcha. you were still fly and there was much drama because whenever you have all girls and like this a huge house and all the estrogen and just like BS, it's, yeah. But um, <laughs> I, I definitely got in trouble because I was mouthy and I think <laughs> I actually ended up leaving, A, because I moved, but because I wrote like a mass email to all of the girls because there was like a whole process of like getting new people in and I was, they, they were just so sheepish. And there was just some girls I could not like stand. They wanted these people in, but they didn't want this one just because they didn't like them. And I'm just like, nah, we are not sheep. And I had like this whole monologue that I just typed to everybody. Yes, you did. But um, <laughs> yeah. So then I ended up leaving school like partway into my junior year because the guy that I was dating at the time, um, he lived in Louisiana. And I went to go visit him, specifically New Orleans. And then Hurricane Katrina happened. So I had to evacuate with him. Oh, man. And then I got stuck there. And I finally made it back to campus. And at that point, like, my mom, she had leukemia twice. And um, just, I went to a private school, and it was super expensive. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to waste any money and I'm not even sure if I want to be a bio major if I want to be a doctor so I said F it and I just moved to Texas so um I moved to Texas I didn't do any athletics or anything I ended up breaking up with him moving back to Florida and that's when I ended up playing football like in 2010 or whatever and um I was tired of Florida and then I was like I just want to go somewhere like fast paced and fun and if I want to go how long did you live in Florida um, well, I pretty much, oh, I skipped that whole part. So I ended up going from <laughs> Michigan to Georgia and Florida. And that's pretty much where I grew up. So like in um, Jacksonville, Jacksonville, Florida. Got it. Okay. And so when I went back like home to Florida, that's like, that's where I was. Gotcha. And I would, uh, yeah. So then I was tired of that. So I took, I had two bags. I had like the Southern staple Vera Bradley quilt bag. And then I had like a, like a, an army bag and those are the only bags I had and I just moved to New York City with like barely any money uh, I stayed at my friend's house for like a couple of weeks or so and um yeah and then I moved to Harlem I got me a a, a surgeon boyfriend who was a Ooh. dick but <laughs> oh no yeah it was like well he was fantastic at first our whole relationship was just like interesting just because like we literally went on one date, like on a Monday, and we ended up moving in together like that Friday. Wow. Yeah, it was Dang. like nuts. Cause I was in a weird situation with like, uh, I was an in-house nanny for a short amount of time, but the dad was mm -hmm. creepy as hell. So I said, nah, I gotta go. That happens. But, um, yeah. yeah, that does yeah. happen. Yeah. yeah, so then I got into bodybuilding then cause I just got bored and I needed like, you being an athlete, you just need to do something. Yeah. So right, right, right. Um, I did that, I did a bikini. Um, competition i think i trained maybe like a month and a half for it uh, of course. Look, <laughs> shut up i look high <laughs> as hell um, of course but, yeah and then um i was too muscular for that division so then i was like of it. i didn't like train the whole rest of the year and then um i was getting right i was like well maybe i'll just try figure so then i started figure i trained like the same amount of time and i was looking for another job and that's how um i found the front desk job at 212 so i was like okay i need money and it's in a gym environment and i get a free membership if i want to so i remember just like go. bedazzling my outfit my, my bikini and just watching at the front <laughs> desk like what the fuck are these people doing yeah. it looks fun but it looks scary yeah <laughs> um yeah then after that show i was like i don't think i want to do this i think i want to try this crossfit thing um <laughs> so i dabbled a little bit um and then that turns when... out you were just better than everyone else at the gym so they're you like know what? I, was, I, I wasn't good i didn't get like good because that first year because what was that i think that was like 2012 
that sounds that sounds yeah. right because we yeah. we yeah. we went there in 2013 yeah, i think we met you yeah. in 2013. well we we started working there and knew of you because you yeah. were in california at the time right. and yeah. then one day in walks this beautiful woman and they, everyone was like oh this is cute we're just throwing her in and she's a part of everything now and we're you like said, okay, okay cool yeah so when um they hopped in the crossfit folk um, yeah, I wasn't, I was barely crossfitting, but it looked like I did crossfit and I was interested in it. And I like wanted to like learn about it. Cause it just seemed like a really cool, like thing to kind of dive into and just me yeah. being happy that I wanted to like, be able to like properly move and like potentially right. if I wanted to coach, you know, I had to te- coach people on how to do those things. So, yeah. um, took my cert, they offered me a job. I went over to Santa Cruz. I think I got. I just I'm want to clarify yeah. when when you say they, she oh, means so CrossFit Greg headquarters. Headquarters. Greg Glassman yeah. himself Glassman. said, "You, you come with me. <laughs> you come." Um, and I said, "Okay." And I was like, "Okay, I'll just whatever job." I didn't even know what the hell he told me what I was doing, and I was like, "Okay, well, you're gonna teach me what the hell." I think they they created it because I don't think they legitimately like needed <laughs> that position i feel like a lot of positions when i was over there were just like okay well because crossfit have... was still relatively new at that time yeah like it was yeah and it, it was, was on the comeuppance though yeah. yeah it was like on the sky the skyrocketing yeah, it yeah, was it was getting really and big. so i think because it was getting bigger they thought like maybe they needed help um with like because i help with like initiatives but um so i got there i think i was there maybe a couple of months and I was just about to get uh, a place there. And I, there was a guy that came in and started cutting jobs. And I was like, well, shit, I'm going to get fired. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the only time that I've ever been let go from a job oh, wow. ever. Because like they just, it was just like waste of money. Like it legitimately yeah. was like a waste of money. There was no need for me to be there like at all. Yeah. Like, I, I was just sitting there like, okay, what the hell am I doing? And I would just like ask for things or just like make things just like, start doing stuff that I thought might be beneficial, but they didn't, they didn't need me. Um, and, um, yeah. So then I actually went to Hawaii because I came back to New York and I tried to get my job back at two and two, but everything was full. And I was like, do I even want to be here? And then I was like, I'm just going to go to Hawaii. So then I went to Kauai, lived on an organic farm for a little bit. And then I was like, this is awesome. I love it but I need to adult and be responsible right. and I always come back here. So then I went back to New York city in 2013 and that's when I like actually started CrossFit. And then gotcha. that's when everything happened. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Okay. I want to acknowledge that I really, the fact that you, you're very like, I, mm, I don't want to say this. <laughs> like, I don't want this to come out wrong because I mean this sincerely, but I think some people might feel like it's, you are very like go with the flow. And I admire that about you that you're like, okay, I'll go over here. And like, this is, you're telling me to, this is interesting. Sure. I'll try that. Like, I really admire that about you that yeah. you're very much like, let just, life take me. And yeah, I try and do that, but I am like, so I hold on too much yes. <laughs> and yeah. I need to learn more about just like letting go <laughs> and just letting opportunities come. Yeah. Cause look at this amazing journey you've had of like bouncing all over yeah. and trying yeah. all these different things and in avenues, really, really amazing. I admire that about you. Yeah. Oh, um, that? yes. Like a little yeah. sale. <laughs> <laughs> Kitty. <laughs> um, and I also, so I, I want to talk about CrossFit for a little bit, and I don't want to talk too much about CrossFit because I, there's so much more to you, but it's pretty amazing that you go to this gym because you want a free, free membership yes. and you want some money from it. And yes. then the head of all CrossFit uh-huh. sees you and says, I see something in you. Uh-huh. I would like to work with you. And yes. then you get kind of pushed into this CrossFit community that you didn't really know much about at the time. Right. And then years later end up competing and being this amazing coach. And that journey was only a few years. Yeah. And that it usually takes people 
much longer or they've had like some other like lifting background and even though you had the figure and you've been an athlete your whole life like it's really fucking impressive that you that you did this in such a short amount of time like I never really like thought about it like at all until you just talked about it I'm like well it's incredible about that so yeah (laughs) Yeah, it's incredible because you think and I don't want to name any names, but you think about some of the other coaches at the time. I'm sure that they were very envious of you that (gasps) Greg Glassman came in and said you and only you. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) No, I know. (laughs) No, I know they were envious. Well, that place should have had its own. I was chilling. I remember because I was like, where was that? Because Jen called me. I was actually with Java. And we were like, I was just chilling on the couch. And then Jen was like, yeah, you guys need to come to the gym. And we're like, why? I'm like, I just want to take a nap. I'm tired. <laughs> and um, and she was like, um, yeah, so if he says you just, you do CrossFit, just say you do CrossFit or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, of course I did it. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I don't do CrossFit. He's like, oh, but you should. And I'm like, okay, well, why not? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it. And I loved it. Yeah. yeah. I okay so how did you feel about like uh, right now there's a lot of CrossFit gyms that are disaffiliating from CrossFit because I think we've all kind of known this for a while that Greg Glassman is kind of like a sexist racist misogynistic (laughs) asshole I mean he kind of carries himself that way Mm -hmm. um and now that things are more being like there's a light that's being shed on him and a microscope that's being shed on the CrossFit community a lot of fit gyms are disaffiliating mm-hmm. um when you were in headquarters did you ever feel any anything that kind of made your like red flags go up or did you feel any discomfort no and I actually was like pretty like much to myself when I was there like yeah, even because yeah. they'd have like afternoon workouts um downstairs and I would be too nervous to go down because obviously like I hadn't really done CrossFit a lot, but yeah. I think maybe I went down like two workouts. And when I was at work, like I was in an office, like way in the back and there were like maybe two of us in the office. And if when I wasn't there working, I was pretty much at the, like the hotel or just like riding my bike. Um, I was friends with like a couple of the people there. So I'd like hang out with them, but other than that, like, thank God, it was quite uneventful for me. I, I would say, <laughs> yeah. I was, yeah, I would say I was lucky in that mm-hmm. I didn't have like any issues. Nobody really bothered me. Um, if anything, everybody was like super nice. Um, again, like I was one of the only black. I think I was the only black face in there, um, which right. isn't super surprising. But yeah. Um, yeah, I think I was the only one, and uh, yeah, everybody was just really nice, and it was just like super chill. So. Yeah, um, but I wasn't that. completely surprised by like. Yeah, stuff I don't think anyone was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that I, I, we, I've talked to you about this, um, and I have felt this way for a while about the CrossFit community of just the, just the kind of environment of working out and the type of language they use. And um, I remember you posted something a few years ago, like around when the CrossFit Games was coming out, of like, you know, I do CrossFit, but it's not about like the competition level of it and just like working out for yourself. And I know that we've had a lot of, a lot of conversations about women who come into the CrossFit community of like, I don't want to bulk up and saying like, if I lift this 10 pound kettlebell, I'm going to like explode into a beef cake. (laughs) And there, there's kind of this like, um, this concept or this misconception of you're going to come to CrossFit and you're just going to like explode. And, and it's something that Charlie, one of the coaches that we used to coach with, we have always talked about how, you know, it's not just about like doing RX and getting top scores and whatnot. It's, and I think it's evolving a little bit in the CrossFit community. I know that I talk about it a lot when I coach, and I know that you're not coaching in the CrossFit community anymore. But I don't know if when you were when you were leaving, if you ever had, if you noticed anything kind of changing in the community of not so focused on RX, more about form and just getting a good sweat in. 
Because it used to be all about, like, we're going to get strong for real life. And then the game started picking up, and then you start seeing, like, shitty form just to get a fast score. and 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 I think, and like I always tell people, like, when they go to look for a gym, like, not all CrossFit gyms are created equally. Yes. Because you have (laughs) coaches that legitimately want people to focus on like their movement patterns and making mm-hmm. sure they're doing like the right things and like if you go to different gyms programming is so different everywhere it really and is yeah. i think like like the foundation of crossfit they prioritize like movement patterns like we're taught that but i think like you said with with the games happening everybody's just so obsessed with just like volume and like mm-hmm. oh i gotta get to the games i'm like bro you can barely even do a pull-up like, yeah, <laughs> like, we need to get like the basic, not so cool stuff down yeah. and yeah. like build up on that. So <clears throat> I feel like for a lot of people, they get their L1s and they don't focus on those types mm-hmm. of things and they just mm-hmm. focus on just like slapping the weight on and then doing all this <laughs> other nonsense. Well, and, I, yeah, so, so it really depends on the person, um, the person coaching like the programming and what they decide um, they want to prioritize because yeah. yeah, I've been into gyms and I'm just like, what in the hell is this workout on the board? Like what, what is this? And yeah. even at my gym, like when I was coaching, cause I was doing programming, um, there were times like they were just like, it's not enough like stuff. There's not enough, not enough volume and da, 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 da. I'm like, well, you have to think about it. And I tried to break this down and I would get so angry about it because even just like after going to my l2 it was nice because they they really focus on like your coaching and what you're teaching and they're just like people just gone off off the basics from like what Mm -hmm. crossfit was it's an hour class you have your skill that you're going over you're going over that maybe i'm strength portion but let's say um to say the workout was like fran or whatever they just focus on the pieces in Fran, the skills mm-hmm. of that, and they do the workout, um, like closing stuff, the cool down, and they're done. They don't have like strength one, strength two, gymnastics 5,000, and then like two different <laughs> workouts. And, and it's, just, it's just like they try to stuff, people just try to stuff so yeah. much into like a yeah. small amount of time. And it makes it hard to like be able to practice skills if you're just like mm-hmm. constantly just stuffing shit in there. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and they're like, or if there is like two portions of it, they kind of half-ass it. So they're like, oh, well, I have like my strength here and then I have my workout here. But I'm like, you're not putting like your 100% into this one thing. It's like a, a 60-40 or whatever. They're like, right. oh, I just don't. Yeah. And they just kind of, they don't push themselves so it's yeah it's weird but it all really depends on like where you go yeah i think what was really interesting for me is like going to a gym like 212 where there were fit people some of like the fittest people were never athletes they -hmm. were just like fit you know Mm -hmm. um so for someone like me that i had put i've put my body through the ringer playing hockey for 15 years you know like some of the stuff for me was like really hard but i never tried to like have an ego about it and yeah you know and i think that like it during that time especially when you and alex were coaching there it was like really interesting to see some of these non-athletes get like super competitive which is great so great like good for you but i think some of the like the the lessons of like how to do some of it kind of got lost because they were just trying to get a high number you know yeah it was like, oh my god yeah. like we, know, we had the cheaters too <laughs> oh yeah we had, we, rep- we know oh. who the cheaters were the rep ah. shavers yeah <laughs> we know who the cheaters were it and also like me. that's i don't really care if you cheat just don't boast about your score yeah. or your weight if you're gonna cheat yeah. like yeah. if you need to shave some reps oh, i'm fine god. if you shave reps just don't brag about it like, later oh, did this. i'm like do you really want us to did call you, you though out? like did you though <laughs> and i was always so dumb that i would get it i would like get the workouts wrong like i do too many of one thing <laughs> and then, like, the counting was wrong <laughs> yeah yeah um okay well let's kind of pivot into olympic lifting since that's yeah. what you're doing now uh-huh. what made you feel like you wanted to switch and stay there um, so Chad Wesley Smith from Juggernaut, 
um, he reached out. Actually, he saw me at a grid match because I was doing grid. And so with grid, it's like CrossFit, but it's like specialized CrossFit. So you don't have to be good at everything. You just mm -hmm. have your one thing. Well, I had like multiple, but I did, I was mostly a barbell specialist, but I do gymnastics and stuff too. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, I just like to move weight and it was fun and I could do it and I can lift a whole, yeah, I just lived a whole bunch of shit. Lift so he was, like, hey. <laughs> he was like, do you want to, do you want to try some Olympic weightlifting? I was like, okay. And um, so, yeah, I went to Costa Mesa um, for like a weekend and it was so much fun and even just like that first day being with my coach max like changed everything and i was like oh my god this is so much more fun than breathing heavy and even though i was oh, fit yeah. as hell it was nice being fit and being able to breathe and run back and forth but it's nice <laughs> to like lift and just kind of just sit there yeah but um yeah. yeah so once like that weekend i was like i just have to do this like i just i just want to focus on this and I'm like i can be really good at it so and then I wasn't too shabby. <laughs> no, right. Yeah, right. I wasn't too shabby. So, um, yeah, I did that for a little bit and for a little bit because I started, I switched solely to Olympic weightlifting like 2016. So it was mm -hmm. maybe September, maybe August, August September. Because my very first um, meet, I think, was like in September or October or something. And right. then my first national meet was like that December and it was like the new weight class it was 90 kilos 90 kilos yeah it was just like the 90 class but I was like 77 so <laughs> I was like the lightest in the class and then I ended up winning the right winning that one and that's did. like kind of where it just started and I was like this is fun I was like yeah yeah so I, I think that. I mean that's it was just incredible because you went from like just starting to being like the, the, the best at the top <laughs> Like, I was all right. Like, I was, because I knew, like, the queen of, like, my weight class is Jenny Arthur, and she's so good. And I was like, I don't even, like, obviously, you want to do well for yourself, and you want to be good. But I was like, she's had years of this shit. She went, to, she was at the Olympic Training Center, and she started young. Like, I'm starting in my 30s. I'm just stoked <laughs> I'm able to lift what I can lift. Right, right. And yeah. It's funny, because obviously, like, people always, like, Pit, pit you against like somebody else especially with olympic lifting they're like oh it's this one and this one and like my snatch was like snatch was like my shit but clean and jerk just technically like i needed more work on and then i had like the weird wonky like trap and shoulder and it was just a shit show and like i know for the most part she was gonna beat me all the time that was a given in my mind like i <laughs> wanted to try as hard as i can but i just focused like more so on like my goals personally versus trying right. to go beat somebody else if that makes any sense so yeah. obviously well, you want to win the, yeah but at the end of the day it's you and the barbell exactly exactly right. and, and so i was like if i could just get like a little better because my snatch and my clean and jerk i would be like last to snatch first to clean and jerk and i was like that's stupid like it's so tiring so i was like okay, yeah if i can get like my clean and jerk up a little like i just want that was just like main goal is just to like have that separation so i right. wasn't like starting off first and clean and jerk yeah um, but and then obviously that got better and i got better and then um and then my because i never missed in any of my meets ever like bombed out ever and then magically in September, because I remember it was Chrissy's wedding weekend, my best friend's wedding weekend. And so I was cutting and I was like, oh my God. And I really just want a glass of champagne. And so I had champagne, but I didn't have like anything else because I had to make weight because I was literally going from her wedding. I couldn't even stay the whole time. I had to go to the airport, jump on a plane Dang. and then go oh compete God. the next day. And I already felt like not like great. And mm -hmm. then I went on stage and I bombed out on my snatches and I barely I don't miss snatches like ever and yeah. I popped up every single snatch I just did not feel awesome lo and behold I was pregnant I didn't know <laughs> I was pregnant no right. idea I was pregnant <laughs> during that whole time um so I was like, I have a good excuse. I was knocked up. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, nothing just felt right. And it just felt like more like just and you're like a goober and like gooey and just like all the like relaxing and stuff. I'm just like, this something's just weird. Something feels yeah. just oh, feel right. And then, yeah, then October, I remember the day, October 5th, 
I needed to go. Uh, You're growing a human inside of you. I went, oh gosh. I went, I don't even remember how. Oh yeah, because I was looking at, I had to fly to Boise uh, for a photo shoot for bodybuilding.com. And I was looking at my itinerary and I looked at the date and I was like, October 5th. I was like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> and I looked at the date and I was like, oh my God, I have to get a fucking pregnancy test. So um, I like sped to the girls, to the freaking store. Yeah. And I went back to the house, I peed on it and I just sat there and just waited. And I was like, oh my God, please. Please tell this is this is this happening right now? Sure as shit. Ta-da! And I was like, oh, how about them Apple? <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, that was an interesting trip to say the least. So then yeah, yeah, I was pregnant and then I was like, Well, I guess I'm not gonna try to go to go to Tokyo or anything because obviously Because like, you were on the path to go to Tokyo. Like I was I was getting I was the I'm Olympics in case anyone listening like, case. isn't I was, sure. I would say like obviously that Jenny was probably gonna get their spot and there was gonna be somebody else. But at that point, like my last meet was I believe the Arnold and mm-hmm. that performance um I got a spot on Pan Am's. Um I ended up being a reserve but still i made the fucking team so i was like sweet incredible yeah Yeah. and i was like you know what like i just need to keep on going keep on pushing and then it's just like yeah baby and i'm like well and that you know what like at first i was just like well i guess that's that and but i wasn't for like a second i was sad and i was like you know what like weightlifting's always going to be there obviously it's Mm going to be like difficult to like get back up to the caliber maybe um depending on like how my pregnancy goes and what happens during like the birth and all this other stuff but i was like the weights always be there and i can always just work back towards it so i was like it's it's temporary so yeah that's pretty much how you have to just think about it because i know a lot of people especially when people are athletes like they get pregnant and they're just like everything is over and like especially mm-hmm. crossfitters because i'll have like clients that come in and that's what they're, like they're accustomed to being athletes and you have like athlete brain like you just it's like what do i do especially if that's yeah. like your identity and you're just like i can't do this anymore this and that and i was telling them like bro it's just a like, short term like you can go back to it at some point where this is just like a fun new little chapter where you can just like chill just chill yeah you movement in more yeah. life eat all your food and then yeah. just like <laughs> pop a baby out and then like you can at some point get back to it yeah, yeah. well i mean like as a person that's seen you <coughs> lift i'm like genuinely not surprised like watching no. you go into a snatch is like watching a bullet come out of a shotgun it's incredible yeah. like i'm when I'm sure you, you'll get back to it no problem yeah when you moved to reno and did started getting more into Olympic lifting. Everyone in New York was like watching on Instagram and all the coaches would be like, look at Q and look at what she's doing and look at how she's doing in these meets. And they would show me and I'd look at them and I'd say, are you surprised? Like, of course she's going to be, of course she's going to Tokyo. Of course she's going to the Olympics. Like, duh. I had no doubt in my mind. Like, like, it would have been, I don't know. Because like, I knew there was a super like, small chance that I would go but the fact that like it would, we could even talk about it I thought was like the coolest thing I was like it is so cool. <laughs> I didn't even like that wasn't if you would have like told me like years prior that that could potentially be just something that I could do I would have been like you're full of shit I don't know yeah. what you're talking yeah. about but then that's I was so cool. like whoa that's really cool and then now yeah. I don't even know what's gonna happen because there's all this drama and USAW and all this nonsense so who I don't even know if weightlifting will be even a who knows but I'm still gonna keep lifting because it's yes yes um we only have a few more minutes but I I did want to just quickly I don't know if this is something that you have felt but I have felt this as a woman in as a as a female CrossFit coach and a female coach Mm -hmm. in a world where it is Male dominant. Male dominant. It's a lot of dudes. I mean, there are are many times where I'm the only female coach of everyone else. Mm -hmm. Um, I think actually when you left, 
I was the only coach at that gym, the only female coach at yeah. that gym. And I was like, oh, God. Like <laughs> and so I just was wanted to touch on the subject. If you had any thoughts or if you have any feelings about being a female in this predominantly male Dominated. World. Yeah. Yeah, world. Um, but yeah, especially <laughs> like in the CrossFit space. I don't think it was until I got to, because even just visiting other gyms, like you didn't see many women coaches or even like gym owners and then i go over to black iron and it's all girls we had one dude and it was just really vaginas everywhere (laughs) like (laughs) all different modalities at power lifters olympic weightlifters crossfitters like it was all ladies everywhere yeah Um, but again that's not like that's not common everywhere and um when you have especially when you're coaching, I remember classes, especially at two and two, where it would just be all dudes in class. Mm-hmm. And like, you know how guys are, especially like, it's mm-hmm. always funny because especially Wall the Street athletes, guys. like football players and stuff, yeah, they come in and they're like, oh, super like, oh, I, I could do this. I could power clean this. And I'm like, bro, no, we're not. Can you though? It. Yeah. Can and you? then like, you have to like be <laughs> firm and like know your shit. And of course, like, I don't like to not be prepared. I like to know everything about everything. And Mm -hmm. it was like, for me, it was super powerful to like be in charge and Mm -hmm. be like, no, this isn't happening. You're not going Mm -hmm. to go and power clean that because you look like shit doing it. Obviously, I wouldn't (laughs) say it that way, but... um, because Only obviously, to me. like, only I wanted to me. them to be. <laughs> I want. What you say? <laughs> I said only to me because you. We have that comfort yeah. level. So yeah, Corey, like, I have to people... see Corey. No, don't do that. <laughs> no, but like that for some people, like you, you learn like your athletes and you know who can yeah. be coach, coach what way and etc. Yeah. So like some people, you can be like extra like aggressive or firm, firm especially like those yeah. alpha people, the alpha yeah. dudes. Um, but yeah, I think that was actually secretly one of my favorite things with those people is <laughs> yeah. like putting them in their place and you're just like, no, like don't yeah. do that. And especially the ones that are like newer that come into class and because I was like the head coach over there. So they're assuming like, like they don't see me or assume that I'm the coach. So like people would come in and visit, they're expecting some like dude to like be like, Hey, I'm chad or whatever and I'm, like, <laughs> I'm derek and i'm like hey i'm kiana i'm gonna be your coach and they're just like i'm the head coach here they're like wait what and i'm like hi and especially in crossfit there's not many black people like in spaces either so mm-hmm. to have like a black head coach telling you what to do some people didn't like that so yeah, yeah. Like, oh well we can go somewhere else then find another space <laughs> yeah, yeah but I, I rarely had that problem and when people did question me and then about like to say certain movements or like weights or things and I'm like I try to explain to them nicely like hey like your safety is my priority and I want you to learn correctly Mm -hmm. especially if you're going to different places like your safety is my priority so yeah um yeah finally I think after like conversations like that that people yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) and I think what's you know if anyone sees you if any of your members saw you at the gym working out there's no doubt in my mind that if they had any question of if you knew your shit, they saw you working out and then they probably were like, oh, fuck, yeah. She definitely That's what knows I'm saying. what she's doing. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, like, well, to that point too, like there are like, you know, there's <clears throat> athletes or people will see athletes and they assume that they know what they're talking about. But you have those that That's are true. dumbass people that's that, true like in whatever their field is and they can't coach they can't skin. communicate it yeah, yeah. yeah. that's true how to, like yeah they can't go through the process of like how to do things or even have the patience to do it so yeah luckily for me like I was like good at my sport but I could also like vocalize and like, yeah. teach the basic concepts and well yeah. and the complex ones on like how to do it so yeah um I always pride myself on like my coaching because I legitimately you're love excellent coaching. coach. Like, you're yeah. My, yeah, don't yeah. tell Tyler yeah. Lefla- uh, Tyler Laflock this, but you are definitely my definitely my favorite coach at two and two. <laughs> As he plugs Tyler, my Tyler's ears, so Tyler is also a great coach. Well, there was like, there I were such knowledgeable coaches coach there. Yeah, because yeah. we were also yeah. different. 
Like, yes. Yeah, because I was like the weird, wha- like the loud, wacky one that knew her shit. And then Tyler was just like the more like chill. But I liked wa- like when he was actually like coaching, there was like workouts going on. I loved hearing him yell from downstairs because <laughs> it was just like, call us. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. like, oh, I love him. But then he's but just like, yeah, yeah. Know, it's, like, it's the chill. style. It's like the, everyone has their own style. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know? Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. Um, okay, last sec, maybe second to last thing. We'll see how quickly this goes. Oh, so fine. we we I want to play this game with our um, new, I almost said coaches, our new podcast guests, <laughs> our new podcast coaches. Um, so it's 30 yes or no questions oh, in, no. in three minutes. So they have to be quick. First, yes or no. They're all yes or no questions. Okay. Are you ready? I think so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> are you a morning? <laughs> are you a morning person? Yes. Do you put sugar in your coffee? Honey. So yes, it's sugar. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Can pineapple be a pizza topping? Yes, but I don't do it. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No, I hate. I don't. I don't hate hot dogs. But no, it's not a sandwich. <laughs> or maybe it is. Yes. Okay. No. 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 It's not. <laughs> Do you believe in aliens? Yes, they're scary. They probably Do you, are scary. Do you prefer movies over shows? <gasps> I like shows. Yeah. So no. Yes. No. Have you have you blamed a brother or sister for something growing up? No. Oh. Have you ever broken up with someone via text? Mm. Yes, kind of. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say yes. Yeah, okay. it wasn't serious. <laughs> Do you prefer dogs over cats? Yes. Do you I order you pan- have cats? I'm sorry. We That's have okay. A dog. We have a dog too. <laughs> yeah, you have a dog. Do too. you Do you order pancakes over waffles? Yes. Would you prefer a beach vaca- vacation over a hotel in a city? So beach or city vacation? Ah, that's hard. Yes. I like hot water. <laughs> I like heat. <laughs> Do you like to read a book instead of a Kindle? <gasps> yes, I like pages on my hands. Same. Fingers, Have you ever whatever. stolen money from your parents' wallet? No. Would you choose I to have... have somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Would you choose to have one extra hour in the day if that meant that you could not sit down the whole hour? So you get yeah. an extra hour, but you can't ah, sit down. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever laughed until you cried? Yes. Have you ever laughed until you peed? Yes. <laughs> have you been skinny dipping? I do not recall. We'll say yes. We'll just go ahead and say yes. Do you prefer sweet over salty? No. Can you watch scary movies alone? No. I try. Can (laughs) Can you sing a song in entirety without listening to it? Yes. Yes. Have you ever written someone a love poem? Oh, a poem? Yes, I have actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Would you go to Mars if it was colonized? I, I would choose Saturn, so no. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> if you won the lottery, would you tell your family and friends? Yes. Do you know how <laughs> to play an now. instrument? <laughs> no, I don't. Have you gone to the store in your pajamas? Yes. <laughs> Have you cried yourself to sleep? Yes. <laughs> Do you believe in miracles? I believe in miracles. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever told someone you'd keep their secret but told it anyway? Yes. No, wait, actually. Yes, I have. Well, <laughs> I don't think it's I okay. Have... No, I'm thinking. I'm like, my mom brain. We'll just say yes, because I don't want to lie. So if I <laughs> actually did. Do you think people can change? <gasps> yes. That's a soft, can I say a soft yes? Soft, soft yes. yes. Yes, you can. Yes. Soft nine. <laughs> Have you ever blamed a fart on someone else? Yeah. No, yeah. actually, I definitely have when I was younger, but as I've gotten older, I'm like, F it, it's whatever. Right, right, right. <laughs> 
And that is it. That's the oh, game. Yeah. 30 That's questions good. in three minutes. Good well job. Done. I well didn't done. time you, but I'm well just going to guess it was three minutes. <laughs> it was. It was. It was. <laughs> um, okay. Last thing. Second to last thing. Huh? Anything fun or or something that made you laugh this this week or recently? Or made me laugh? I can't. Anything that Langston did? I'm sure he did well, something. That he was does everything that makes me laugh. But, well, that mustache thing yesterday cracked me up. But <laughs> this, pretty much everything, like, he does is just super cute. And it's, like, new. And yeah. so, like, like those little cards that uh-huh. I have with the words on them, um, the way that he says them, because now he's starting to, like, speak and he can, like, read the stuff. And mm-hmm. I just get so excited. But then, like, the way he says it is just so cute. And I'll just, like, burst, like, start, like, I start crying sometimes when I'm laughing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so great. So no, but, yeah. yeah. Like, I do that a lot with him just because, like, he does start doing, like, he's starting to do stuff. He got into his high chair by himself recently and almost lost it. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> somehow. But oh, it's, no. It's, and, like, getting into his playpen. It's hilarious trying to watch him get into I saw him play. try to climb, like, him climbing on it. I was like, oh, yeah, my gosh, oh, my so gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. funny because, like, he did it earlier, and we had no idea how the hell, because he was in it, but we didn't know. He, like, all of a sudden, he ran towards him. I'm like, how the fuck did you get out of the playpen? And then <laughs> we didn't hear him. He didn't drop aggressively or anything. He was just like, hey, mom, give me a banana. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> And then, yeah, then he just started jumping into it, and then he's trying to, like, get out, but he'll stop and get distracted by, like, the the football game on TV, so he'll just stand there, and he'll nod, (laughs) and he'll laugh, and then he'll just go, so. That's awesome. So it's just basically him. He makes me laugh. I love that. (laughs) Corey, anything that made you laugh a lot Uh, this week? Yeah, we have a project that we're working on. Well, yesterday was just kind of a silly day at the office, but um, someone wants to do this show, like, about little tips but they want to call it so-and-so's nuggets <laughs> and so like all day like we were like something uh, nuggets so we were, like coming up with like these like a jingle like a little a jingle nugget jingle <laughs> yeah but it ended up we were like yeah that's really funny but it just it was the david's bridal thing so it's just like some uh, david's nuggets doing it in the tea, in the in the sound of other jingles because we've been doing a lot of radio ads recently which is weird because we're not we don't do that but people are like do you, can you do a radio ad? i was like well yeah i could i we don't yeah. do it so but yeah it's yeah it's just weird but that was really funny so all day yesterday i was like david's nuggets <laughs> stupid um well what made me laugh the most is also what was the stupidest slash most embarrassing thing that happened to me so i do a yoga private a couple of days a week and um via via zoom and i noticed that when i was getting up to feed all the animals because since we now have a petting zoo um i noticed that one of the cats threw up and i was like okay i need to get myself situated and then i'll clean that up later and then i realized oh my gosh my Uh, zoom yoga starts in like two minutes so i'm like going downstairs and i'm setting up my camera and then i'm going to the bathroom to refill my water and i forgot that the throw up was there (laughs) and i i didn't (laughs) it gets better i didn't just step in it i like slid in it i didn't fall but i slid (laughs) yeah like on ice no stupid I started laughing. I started laughing. She was dying so hard because it was just I was upstairs so. And I was like, "Are you okay?" I, I just thought like, it was what? so funny and yeah, like so stupid you of see me. On a sitcom or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you could see you could see my heel like line. Really you could see I like parted the Red Sea with my foot. <laughs> That's gross. Uh, Okay. Great way to end that. (laughs) Anyone else doing anything stupid or embarrassing that they'd like to laugh at themselves? Oh, man. That was pretty good. (laughs) I can't think. Well, so it's it's partially sad, but partially not sad. So I was dating this person, and, um, oh, gosh, that's a whole different story. Maybe one day I'll tell it. Who knows? Um, We'll we'll do a dating episode. I was talking to my friend. I don't know if you guys remember Jabari or not. He like 
came to my 30th what? birthday workout. He looks like Yes. Yeah. Yes, uh, because yeah, yeah. he he used to coach at um Outbreak Fitness where I am coaching now. Oh, really? I don't think he still does, but he used to. And I went to his class and I was like, "How do I know you?" And then we connected the dots. Anyway, yeah. yes, I, I know who you're talking about. So like he's basically like my brother and I talked to him about like everything. And um, yeah, I was talking about like the whole situation about this guy and whatever. And I wrote out like, he just doesn't care about da 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 da. And typically I'm really good about knowing like who I'm sending messages to or whatever. Uh And I sent it to him. I sent it to the dude. Oh no. And I was like, well, it is how I feel. And yeah, I like, at least it's and, out yeah. there. So, like, I, I kind of vocalized that to him, like, before. And I don't really understand, like, if he got it. But I wasn't, like, <laughs> as precise and, like, paragraph form like I sent to Jabari. But I was yeah. like, oh, well, shit. But he didn't even, like, get mad. So I was like, you don't even care. He's like, you're just letting out your feelings. And I'm like, yeah, I am. But you're not, like, you don't care. So... You're not responding in the way in which I'd like you to respond. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So ultimately, that ended up, in the end, not working out. What's your response? Oh. Yeah. yeah, Thank you for sharing. I was like, that's pretty We've all all been there. We've all been there, but I haven't been there. (laughs) Yeah, that was some different stuff. Because I'm like super, I just like, it rarely happens to me. Because like, I don't want shenanigans and some bs to happen send a nudie yeah. i don't want that i don't yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. right 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 yeah oh that's funny Corey, did you anything stupid or embarrassing oh i mean um i did something with teddy where i was like going to feed him something but i left food on the table and then like he went to go get my food on the table and then while I was focused on the food on the table, he like went to go like to the food that was on the counter. I was like, God damn it. But that's about the dumbest thing ever. That, or not ever, but that's about the dumbest thing that I did this week. All right. Well, Corey's I'm doesn't make mistakes. Angel, so I he's perfect. Mistakes, so fuck yeah. you guys. <laughs> oh, well, well, Q, I love you so much. Yeah, Thank you for Q. coming. It's really we good to have see you. you. We'll have you back and we'll talk more about relationships if you want. Yes. Uh, relationships are, that's a whole different ball game, especially when you have a kid. <laughs> it can do a whole podcast on that. All right. Yes, we'll have you back. We'll have you back. Um, well, if people want to find you, where where do you want them to go? You can go to Instagram. Because Facebook is, I don't mess with Facebook. It's just too much. <laughs> um, you can go to Kiana underscore Welch, and I'll be right there. Um, then Black Iron Nutrition. I'm a nutrition coach there. I, yes. I believe I'm currently full, but you can try anyway. You can get you on like. the wait list. Yeah. And even if I'm not available, if you need to get your life together or just like, if you're just not aware of your nutrition situations, if you've been on a diet for two plus years, that's not right. So Mm-mm. you need to go find somebody to help you and at least educate you. So you don't need them forever, but just like, so you're cognizant of how you're supposed to Yeah. Be. Yeah. Just to yeah. help. Well, yeah. I'm really bummed that we didn't get to talk about your ASMR channel, but <laughs> I, I want to talk oh! about that on the next, on the next one. Yeah. Because yeah we have yeah that's on my list to do today is because i haven't like uploaded one but this one like because the other ones obviously were just like food and just like mouth sounds and now everybody digs mouth sounds so i was like okay well this and i don't yeah that's why that's why i commented i was like that's alex's like literal nightmare fuel hate and it's so weird because like if i'm like with somebody with somebody and we're like at lunch it's different. I'm just like, could you close your damn mouth? Like, ah. <laughs> but like with that, especially when I was pregnant, I loved watching people eat food. I don't know Interesting. if it was because I was pregnant or I just like, I actually liked it when it was like in that setting and I was I just to watch it, but it was chill. And then they were just so happy about eating. It brings you joy and you're just like, yeah. I like this. <laughs> so I was like, I want to do that because I like chill and I like to eat. That's so, so funny. But, yeah. Well, we'll I would whisper. love to talk about that next time. Yes, we'll um, talk about that. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Um, but if people want to check it out, what's the what's the ASMR? Oh, it's Whisper with a Lifter ASMR on YouTube. Don't you so like smart. that? Yes. Yeah. Whoa. But, whoa. Whisper with a Lifter. <laughs> I love, love it. it. Yeah. Love but, it. Love um, you. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's so good to see you. You look so great. And, so gorgeous. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I haven't seen you guys since your wedding. I know. No, really? Because yeah, I haven't yeah. been to New York since then. Yeah. 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 I think I went like once since then, but I didn't get to see you guys. So yeah, yeah. and then obviously all this BS happening, but I want to like know. get there. And plus I want to take Boobas there and experience yeah. the city. Yeah, yeah, it'd be fun to meet the little guy. He's yeah. so cute. Yeah. yeah well i hope that happens soon that would be so I lovely so I'd, I'd love to meet him god he's so cute so cute yeah, you can just run around your apartment and chase the cats <laughs> lovely <go>. lovely awesome <laughs> all right oh, well give him a little hug for me tell him auntie alex and uncle Corey say hello <laughs> i will <laughs> i right. promise i will Right. Okay, thank you, Q. I love you. Love you. Bye. 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 I'm stealing conversation. It's about to go down. I'm feeling your vibrations all the way across town. I'm ET. You can phone me, girl. You know me. Only wanna hear a different tone. I know somewhere quiet we can go.